Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to the Man on the Post podcast. You're joining me, Ross, for a new series of podcasts I'm going to be doing where I get guests on and they talk about their worst ever 11s for their football club. doesn't have to be a team that all played together. could be players from any era, kind of hodgepodge together to make any sort of formation. They're going to pick a manager. They're going to pick the captain, who's going to be the worst of the worst of those 11 players. And then some honourable mentions as well. So joining me for the first episode... Uh, it's Mr. Nathan Gent, who is part of the blog squad. You may have read his work over on Dave's site. Uh, if not, you've probably seen him on Twitter at FMCM underscore FC. Nathan, welcome. How are you, Paul? You good? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Not too bad. Lovely. I'm excited to do this. I've been trying to start this for so long, but it's good to finally get going. So you're an Arsenal yeah, fan? Absolutely. I am for my sins. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a, there's a lot of candidates for this, wasn't there? Uh, I th- yeah, I think if you ask any non-Arsenal fan, you could pretty much pick anyone from the past 20, 30 years, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you got, you got with the old school Arsenal 4-4-2 formation. Yes. Um, so as people have, would have heard on our previous version of this, which was uh, 11 Pieces of Me with Ali and Ryan did, you picked your favourite 11 players. This is the worst. Let's start with your worst ever Arsenal goalkeeper and some kind of reasons why he was that bad. So I've gone for, uh, I've gone for Fabianski. No, oh, really? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit to start with. When he yeah. left the club, yeah, he, he, you know, he has, he has turned into a fantastic goalkeeper. To be fair, yes, he has. Um, but at Arsenal, he had, he had the nickname Flappy Hansky. <laughs> the guy just anything that was straight at him, it was just straight through his hands every time. Yeah, he. Um... We have, a, we have a guy on uh, one of our shows um, occasionally who's a professional goalkeeper and a goalkeeper coach, and he says that Fla- uh, <laughs> Flapiansky, Flapiansky <laughs> is the best kind of natural shot stopper. His actual shot stopping is the best in the entire Premier League. Um, yeah, I mean, he pulled us out of some situations, don't get me wrong, but, but yeah. in terms of... When I was thinking about it, I was thinking worst 11. I was thinking which ones have really, really wound me up. Yeah. And it, I always kept coming back to Fabianski. It was a close run call, but... He just, it, it was always, you knew there was a clanger. You, <laughs> yeah. you didn't know when, you didn't know where, but at least four or five times a season, it cost us a game by doing something <laughs> stupid. Even on the um, on his Wikipedia page, he says Fabianski received criticism for conceding soft goals in the Porto match, and he scored an own <laughs> goal and was blamed for the second goal after picking up a back pass, and then Porto scored from a resulting free kick. I mean, that's a hell of a game, just that one on its own. 
I mean, he couldn't he couldn't have picked a better game for reasons for, for picking him. To be fair, I mean, <laughs> what goalkeeper picks up a back pass? Do you know what I mean? He just it's real number one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was 2009-2010. That's been a rule for a good 20 years at that point. You don't pick yeah, up those exactly, back passes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was with competition with Almunia at the time. You had the two of them. I mean, that must be he chaos. Was I mean, he was also in in competition with Almunia for this as well. To be honest <laughs> with you, so it was. Uh, Certainly bad time. I think I think a lot of clubs go through it though, don't they? You know, we had we had Dave Seaman, we had Jens Lehmann. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jens was completely off his head, but I loved Jens though. He was fantastic, weren't he? Yeah. You know, if uh, if for uh, no other reason than entertainment value. A little bit of madness in the keeper is a is an underrated uh, quality, I think. Massively, yeah, massively. So yeah, when we ended up with Fabianski and Almunia, and if you want to throw in Vito Manoni at the time as well. And Szczesny as well, I suppose. He was kind of the best of the bunch. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, we there was a plethora for this position, but unfortunately it was flappy handsky just for the nickname, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gone on to, I mean, he had a long spell at Swansea after Arsenal and did well. And then he's, he's West Ham's number one now. He's 36, so he's probably come to the end of his career. But yeah, I mean, it's time at Arsenal, 32 games. Not going to be remembered well, is it? For Unfortunately, like I said, like, like I said at the beginning, I'll give him a tiny bit of credit. You know, he has he has pulled it back on track, but when he was at Arsenal, wow. It was desperate times. Desperate times. Yeah, that's fair. That's a strong start. I like that. Um, <laughs> so how, is it just a flat back four? Full backs and two centre-backs? Or it is sort of indeed, yeah. Continental back? Well, okay, let's start with uh, your left back then, please. So at left back, we have the wonderful Andre Santos. <laughs> okay, yeah. I remember his short. Uh, short spell he had at Arsenal. Mercifully short. Let's, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it was a summer of panic. It was absolute panic buys that summer. Mm-hmm. I think. I think we. I think we picked up Mertesacker in the same same summer. Yeah. Um, I always liked I mean, that move as well. I always liked Saka, but um, uh, Saka, but he never really worked at Arsenal. Did he? Just, just didn't happen, did it? I mean, we have we no. have got a, a quite a good record of going from. You know, a back four of Adams and and Bold and Winsburn and Dixon to yeah. not being able to produce or find anyone who can actually defend. So, <laughs> or turning or turning previously good defenders into absolutely horrendous ones. <laughs> um, but I think to be fair, Santos was pretty horrendous before, during, and after. Yeah, I mean, what what was so bad about him? I mean, there's probably countless things, really, but. It was, he just was like, quite a high record then. He was quite a good. I remember he seemed to score a lot of goals before we signed for Arsenal. Yeah, so I think I think that was kind of the thinking behind it as well. Like he was very good going forward. Mm. Um, came came with. I mean, I, I I'd never heard of him before personally, but he, he had come with a bit of a. I wouldn't say a fanfare, but like you say, you know, there was goals and. Yeah. He was obviously an attacking option, um, but we quickly found out that he couldn't attack and actually couldn't defend either. So it was kind of like, right. So what what. What does this guy do? Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the games, he looked like he'd never seen a ball, to be fair, or at least <laughs> never played at, at, at the level um, yeah. that he was playing at. Um, just... just looking at his career before Arsenal, he signed for Fenerbahce for seven million. Before that, I mean, he spent his entire career in Brazil, basically. Uh, Flamengo, Mineiro, Corinthians, moved to Fenerbahce for two years. 10 goals in 55 games, not bad for a left back. And he came to Arsenal. 23 games over two seasons and two goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was a weird time for Arsenal, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It, it, was, it was a very, very weird time. I mean, you know, 
you, it's, it's, you look it's after at Jafinho Arsenal for me. Yeah, exactly that, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at you look at what Wenger did in those last years, and the fact yeah. that we pretty much chased him out of the club. You know, it got very toxic, and then mm. you know, you look at the squads and you think, "Oh my God, Arsenal Wenger finished fourth with that team." <laughs> with, you know, with Fabianski, Santos, Jovino, and the same team. You know, yeah, it's incredible, really. You, you know, you see these things on Twitter, don't you, where people put on like, "Oh my God, I can't believe we we actually played this team," and you know, I've seen yeah. a few like Liverpool teams, and, and you see the Arsenal teams, and it's like, "Oh wow." We think it's bad now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it puts things into perspective, doesn't it? Now there's, there's maybe Massively, one or two yeah. players that, but yeah, that that era, the 2010s to about 2015, I think for Arsenal was kind of the dark days, if you will. I mean, obviously, other clubs have been pretty much worse, but from where you were to yeah. what happened then, it was a, it was a bit of a random period. I mean, it is harsh, you know. Like you know, talking about the dark days when, like you know, you got yourself who's a Leeds fan who's obviously. Experience much darker days than we have. Yeah. And, you know, there's clubs got, you know, I wouldn't like to say as an Arsenal fan to a Bury fan, oh God, that was a bad day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything in perspective, and it? it's from where you were Absolutely. to where you currently currently got to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, massively. Yeah. It's about Santos, and he left in 2013. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different clubs since he left um, eight years ago. <laughs> so still not quite settled then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's 38 now. I think he might have just retired, but. Yeah, I mean, he signed a two-year contract with um, Bullspore uh, in 2016. That was his last sort of anything that he did. So, yeah, he's yeah. like his, his career's done with. Um, yeah, last dance in Turkey, fair play to him. Fair play yeah. to him to making it for that long, Jesus. That's, uh, that's quite surprising. <laughs> yeah, older than I thought. I thought he was to be playing, but apparently not. Um, let's move on to your right back then. So, right back, uh, there was only one real candidate for this. And I do feel a little bit sorry for saying it, but it's Emmanuel Abue all day long. <laughs> they famously got subbed on and subbed off. He had that bad of a 20 minutes, half an hour. Not Abue, man. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> he was a player that, as a, a non-Arsenal fan, you could enjoy. You could enjoy his performances and his kind of the stuff he got up to. In the early days of Twitter, he was a great follow. Because he would just yeah. tweet the most absolute random shit possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, off the pitch, to be fair, what a guy, you know, hmm. obviously. But he also came across as he was just happy to be there and it kind of felt like he knew he shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> and after a few games, it was like, yeah, you definitely shouldn't be be, yeah. be playing. Um, again, again, just in that period, he was another one of them players where you knew if you seen him on the ball, you were like, oh, Jesus, this, this is just not good. Or if someone started running down the left-hand side at him, it was like, oh, no, he's, it's not going to happen this. Yeah. Did he replace Lauren in the team? Um, Has he been the right I, back he took over from? I can't remember if it was Lauren or uh, Bakary Sanya. Oh, yeah. Or if he was sort of like Sanya's standing when Sanya got injured. Yeah, I feel like they're all kind of all merged into one player as such. But Lauren was part of that Invincibles team, wasn't he? He was so, yes. so good. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of an underrated part of that team. And then, yeah, Abue comes in yeah. and it's, uh, it's a different kettle of fish. Chalk and cheese into it a little bit. It's, uh, it's, it was uh, again, again. I, I suppose, I suppose to be fair to these players in the 2010s, that invincible team mm. was always going to be difficult shoes to fill. We've just, we've gone from you know a full league season unbeaten to yeah. absolute turd. To be fair, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, it'd be a nice guy off the pitch, but but just he makes it into the worst eleven purely. 
I hate's probably a bit of a too strong word for him, but it was more yeah. of a you, you saw his name and you were like, right, well, if anything's going to happen today, that's where it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to come down their left wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have players like Robin and Ronaldo knocking around in the Premier League at the time as well. It was like he's he's not he's not doing yeah. anything against these lads. On his Wikipedia for the 07-08 season, at the start of the season, Arsene Wenger stated his intention to move Ibuwe to a right wing role following the signing of Bakary Sanya. Um, I don't think that ever went well, did it? He scored four goals in his career over 140 games. I seem to remember him being one of them who could get forward. Yeah. But the cross had ended up in Rosehead on the other side of the stadium. <laughs> it was like, well, maybe you just shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. He left to go to Galatasaray and uh, retired in... 2017. He's now a coach uh, for the Galatasaray under 14s. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, weird place to be, but still fair place for him. He's got a job. Yeah, yeah imagine why not? him yeah, coaching he's, you. Still in football. There you go. I tell you yeah. what, though, it'd be a laugh a minute, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, those training sessions would be fun, probably, with him as your uh, your coach. Yeah, to be fair, under 14s is probably his level as well. So. <laughs> Right, centre backs. You've talked about your Adams and your Bolds. <laughs> they were yeah. in the before times. Who's who's your first centre back? So I've I've gone for Mustafi. I mean, this guy's a World Cup winner. Yeah, it, you know, World Cup winner before he rocked up at Arsenal. You know, when we signed him, I thought, bloody hell, we signed. You know, we've signed a decent centre half. It's forty million money. Yeah. In that region, yeah, it was yeah. like, do you know what? I actually think that's going to be good money spent. And wow, yeah. could not have been more <laughs> wrong. I mean, towards the end, it was just comical. It was, it, it was really bad. I mean, it never, it never, it never peaked. Let's be honest. Yeah, but it was just like, you know, we're all we're all TV pundits, aren't we? Sat on the couch watching the TV, going, you know, yeah. why have you not done that? You should have played that pass. You should have played it a bit earlier, mm. but. Anyone who's never watched a game could have watched the Mustafi game towards the end of his Arsenal career and gone, why has he done that? <laughs> you know, just, he just came up with, he just, it was like he got to the end and thought, right, I know I'm rubbish. Everyone thinks I'm rubbish. So yeah. I'm just going to come up with new ways <laughs> to try and, you know, make people disbelieve that I've actually just done something like that. Yeah, I'm going to shock them at how rubbish I can actually be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the back passes and the own goals, it was just like, why are you even trying that? Every kind of just... his Arsenal career on Wikipedia is hilarious because every little paragraph there's five paragraphs and every one of them states an error that he made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've done well to keep it under five to five paragraphs. To be fair, I mean, yeah, and he actually they reached a mutual agreement to terminate his contract. That never happens, especially no, players that cost thirty-five million pounds, forty million pounds. Yeah, you think of the not not just the the caliber player that he was, but the like you said, the money. Just yeah. to terminate it, just to not even try and get rid. I mean, to be fair, you would have bought him, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, he was a uh, damaged goods at that point, wasn't he? Massively, yeah. So I think I think it had a bit to do with as well that um Arteta was sort of Arteta and Emre, you know, they were mixing it up and yeah, obviously decided who they wanted and didn't want in, and they'd rather have took the hit by terminating. I can't believe it was only last year. I know that we could it, ruin. It seems to me like it was longer ago than that. It it it, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels a lot longer. This this feels like another one from like the not the early twenty tens, but kind of the, the back end of them. But yeah, 
August 2020. He cancelled his contract. That's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. And then signed for Schalke and replaced um, Kabak. Yeah. Yeah. There's a merry-go-round for you. (laughs) (laughs) He made his debut five days later in a 3-0 defeat against Leipzig. There we go. Fantastic. There you go. (laughs) Would you have expected anything less? No. Oh, God. I mean that that's a solid that is a solid back three so far. Um who's gonna complete this centre this uh, defensive team? So I was kinda of, I was kinda of torn between two. Um so I'll give you the one that I picked, and that was uh Philip Senderos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just look at his face, he looks just so gormous, doesn't he? Like, you know. Like he, he's your classic yeah. centre half, just like I'm I'm quite tall. I haven't really got much of a brain going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to let the ball hit me in the head and hope it goes away from yeah. goal. Um, again, just just you knew it was going to go wrong. You knew he was going to go fat tackle that he shouldn't do. That that everybody sitting at home could see coming a mile yeah. off, and you just sat there going, "No, don't don't do that. Please don't do that." And then he goes raging in, and it's like fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. But again, it was in that era where you know. Every time we, we got through our Champions League group, we draw Barcelona or Bayern Munich. Yeah. And Senderos was up against, you know, Messi, <laughs> Eto, you know, whoever Bayern had at the time. It was just like, we've got no chance here. Like, yeah. What is the point? Um, I remember one game, it must have been against, oh, well, definitely against Chelsea. It must have been the F- our FA Cup or Community Shield. Drogba just absolutely bullied him for 90 minutes. I mean, to the point where I felt sorry for him. I mean, Drogba was Arsenal fans' just worst nightmare. You know, yeah. you, you look at the Chelsea lineup. Is Drogba playing? Yeah, right. Well, don't watch it. That's at least three. We're going to lose at least three nil, yeah, and he will score all three of them. You could have anyone that we had at the club. Drogba would just absolutely ruin him. Yeah, he, he you know, he, he even scored when he was playing for Montreal Impact in a friendly. He scored <laughs> against us in a friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a big league striker. Yeah, definitely. like 38-39 at the time when he when he bugged off to Canada and it was like, he still scored. I'm sure it was a header as well. It was like, really, guys? Really? <laughs> We're still doing this? So, Sandros was at Arsenal for seven years. He got a loan move to AC Milan at one point. Played 15 yeah. games for them. Uh, yeah. Went on loan to Everton before the end of his Arsenal career. Um, yeah, I mean... He came through at a time when I think you had you had other centre backs like Oleg Luzhny and Igor Stepanov's, I think, and those sort of guys kind of knocking around. And I always exactly. just lumped him in with one of those players that was never going to be good enough. But he kind yeah. of, he, he stayed around long enough to play. And he played sixty games in seven years. That's not a lot, actually. Is it? No, no. But the damage he did in those sixty games, my God. <laughs> you know, it, you, you you'd see his name. I mean, to be fair. In my mind as well, at the same time, we had people like De Jouru yeah, and Sebastian Scolacci. I mean, these can be honourable nice. mentions as well. These yeah. two, you know what I mean? <laughs> so imagine playing a back three and there were your back three. I mean, there's just no yeah. point to up, is there? You've not got much pace there, have you? I mean... Absolutely none, yeah. That is a worry. <laughs> Big time. It's terrible. Terrible, I mean, yeah. So. That is a strong, strong defensive unit. Fabianski's <laughs> going to be very busy, I feel. Yeah. Um... Any of those guys, your captain? Um, I'm just looking through my team now, and I think just because I feel a little bit sorry for him, I'll give Captain Sid to a boo here. Excellent. <laughs> That's the perfect choice. To be fair, if he's getting subbed on 
and subbed off in the same game. That's that's <laughs> that's quite an achievement. So I think he deserves yeah. it just for that. Yeah, I love that choice. That's perfect. Uh, right, let's <laughs> let's move on to midfielders then. Let's start with your uh, left-sided midfielder. I assume, assume it's a flat four, unless you're going for a fancy diamond. It's yeah. It's it, let's go for like an attacking flat four, if you will. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's on the the left hand side of that. Left hand side of that, I've gone for Alex Iwobi. Oh wow! Okay. Um, you know, come come through the come through the academy, lots of promise. Yeah. And was just a really bad version of Walcott. <laughs> and let's face it, Walcott wasn't exactly tearing up trees either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The way he's a weird one because he has moments where he looks, or he looked when he's at Arsenal, less so at Everton, but he like he was an absolute well beater. But they were so fleeting and so flashed in the pan that, yeah, I don't know how he managed to get, was it a, a 35 million pound move to uh, Everton? I mean, that's daylight robbery, robbery that. <laughs> 35 million pounds for your orbit. Do you know why they paid 35 million pounds? Because one of those flash in the pan games that you were talking about yeah. was against Everton. All ah, right. <laughs> I remember, I remember it vividly because I was out, I was out around town having a few scoops, watched the game and thought, "Oh my god, who's this player?" It's a Warby. Yeah. I was like, "He's never done this." And then the the one thing that that topped it off for me, and the main reason he's in this team, yeah. is because that stupid haircut that he got towards the end of his Arsenal career, just before he went to Everton. It was like, it was like spongy springs coming out of his head. It was just. There was there was a couple of other players. I think Ashley Williams did it at one point as well. I was like, "Why you right. just look an idiot, guys?" <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm one of them people. Me like it's appearances that wind me up as well. I mean, mm. as an Arsenal fan, obviously I'm not a massive fan of Harry Kane, but it's his face. He could play for anybody. He's just got one of them faces. Like, oh, yeah, you're just you're just an annoying person, you man. Yeah, he's a uh, copy and paste uh, like uh, Pez face. He's got any. Yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah, but yeah, it will be just. I think. I think the other thing for me as well is I. I always thought that he felt he was better than what he was, mm-hmm. and 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 walked around a bit like that. Like you know, broke into the first team. I was like, yeah, I'm here to stay. You know, I'm it. I should be earning the big bucks. And then yeah, it was like, well, if you can do it, one in five games instead of one in a hundred games, then fair enough. I'll, I'll go with you, but. It was yeah. just his attitude felt like he, he, he felt like he was bigger than what he what he was. Um, yeah, I think you're yeah, so, yeah. spot on. His uncle's JJ Kocher. I didn't know that until today. Yes, yeah. Wow. Obviously, that's where all the talent is in the family. On that side. absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful all player. Oh god, um, yeah. Yeah, also a player that Everton fans don't really like and uh, are not really sure kind of what he does. So yeah, I think. Well, that that was another thing at Arsenal. What you know, we we were never sure what to do with him. Yeah, no one ever knew what his position was, did they, I think? No, yeah, he was just one of them players who athletically was quick, mm. you know, very quick, had a tiny bit of skill, but that was yeah. it. So it's like, what do you do with that? Yeah, I think Everton have played him as number 10 recently, but that's because there's a bit of a gap there. Because of the, Yeah, I mean, to be, to be fair to Everton. Icelandic incident. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's gaps all over at the minute. Well, well, yeah, there is, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so then he's your first midfield uh, inductee into this team. Who's on the right-hand side? So on the right-hand side, I have gone for Andrea Ershavin. Oh, really? I loved yeah. him. I thought he was fantastic. Do you know what? In the Euros, in my fantasy team, yeah, it, it, there was him and there was, uh, what was his name? Ja- Jagowev. Oh, yeah. Alan Jagowev. Absolutely yeah. tore it up for my fantasy team. So when it came up in January that we were trying to sign him, I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. 
And I don't know if you remember, I, I remember the, you know, Sky Sports News deadline day, uh, Brian Swanson had been outside the Emirates all day and it was yeah. absolutely blizzarding for like three yeah. days at the Emirates and Swanson stood there for three days waiting for his transfer <laughs> to go through. <laughs> and then he arrived and he, he was pants. Because I thought, I thought, you know, brilliant signing. He, he yeah. absolutely yeah. torn it up at the Euros. He was, he was one of the best players. So then you sit there and you think, after the initial excitement, you think, well, why are we the only club going for him? Mm. Why is there yeah. no competition? What's that about? And then it quickly became apparent why. It was just... <laughs> yeah, that's always, always a red flag, isn't it, I think, when there doesn't ever seem to be any other names mentioned with that player you're trying to sign. Yeah, it's like a little niggle in the back of the mind, isn't it? It's like, yeah, okay, right, yeah, I've said him, he's a good player, but no one else is going for him, so there must yeah. be something. Why have we um, the only ones that have scouted him like this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair to him, again, similar to Warby, he had flashes of brilliance. The, obviously, everyone remembers the Liverpool game. Yes. Where he, he, he bagged four. Um, was it the fourth one, which was just some sort of wonder strike that curled like, every which way? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like zigzagged its way into, into the corner. Yeah. I mean, obviously in that game, we must have had Sender or somebody, Juru at the back to concede <laughs> for, but, you know, <laughs> those were the times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, just just a really frustrating player. Um, mm. There was obviously talent. We'd all seen the talent, and he showed it every once in a while, but just very on his own terms, only yeah. when he wanted to. Um, didn't come across as much of a team player. It was all about, you know, well... If I can be bothered today, then yeah, I'll turn it on for half an hour. But other than that, I'm not really. I'm just going to pick up my money and and, and carry on, kind of thing. And yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why he makes it in. It's an interesting, interesting choice that one. 105 games for Arsenal, 23 goals, 10 assists. Not bad. Uh, that's that's Premier League games. Obviously, he played 144 yeah. overall for Arsenal. But I mean, yeah, it's an interesting choice. Not one that everyone will go down. But that's why a lot. That's what I'm going to a lot enjoy about doing this podcast is the odd picks that people kind of take against players for just whatever reason. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's a couple coming up where, you know, people will be a bit shocked, but for me personally, she's wind me up. She's yeah, the one. Omri and Van Persie up front. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> frustrating them, see. Oh, my God. I'll wait to do Dave's one on this. He's going to have a plethora of players to pick from. Be oh, God, fun. I can imagine that Dave's <laughs> is going to be absolutely tremendous. Uh, so that's your wingers. Um, yes. You've got two central midfielders attacking-wise. Who's your yes. first one? My first one is probably a bit of a shocker. Right. Because I'm going for Aaron Ramsey. Wow. Okay. What? Why Aaron Ramsey? Yeah. So watching Aaron Ramsey, Aaron Ramsey's been uh, the only bit of credit that I'll give him. He is a big game player. Yes. He will turn up in a big game. Yeah. You know, he scored the third goal against Hull to win the FA Cup. Mm hmm. He scored again against Chelsea, you know, in the in the other FA Cup. He was yeah. he, he turned up for the big games. But for me, he was so infuriating because he used to give the ball away so many times. But those mm. little moments of genius, or well, genius is a bit is a bit too complimentary. Those little moments of yeah, where he where he'd switch it on, like overshadowed that. You know, he, he was like a headline grabber. He, yeah, it'd be like, you know, Rams, you know, Ramsey wins the FA Cup for Arsenal and what have you. But you watch him week and week and week, and it, within a game, he'd give it away four or five times in the first twenty minutes, and you're just like, 
yeah you could you could see the options around him you could see if he makes that pass then in two passes time we're in on goal it, you know you could see that far ahead in the game and he'd always pick the wrong pass mm. and it just used to really bug me I hated him mate. I, I was delighted when he went but again going back to what you're saying before about you know it's a strange pick it's something that I felt like only I picked up on mm. because I've had this conversation with a lot of people they, they were like you know he's one of your best players why are you you know what have you got against him I said he's, yeah. he's, he just gives the ball there all the time all the time yeah, and then, I had and this then, with um, with Stuart Dallas at Leeds. It took me until Bielsa came and changed the player he was. But I just he was supposed to be his winger, and I remember going through Leeds games at the time, tweeting a timeline of Stuart Dallas crosses and where they would end up, and it was just like <laughs> they'd never connect with the player. And it just seemed to just be me that hated this man, and now yeah. he's like our best player. Uh, it's yeah. it's really weird that the turnaround that's that's come from it. But yeah, like you say, it's just there's little things that you only you seem to pick up on. Yeah, it's it's frightening. It's like. You know, he must have done it for like maybe two games in a row. And I've specifically gone, I'm going to watch him now. It was like, <laughs> it's like a subconscious thought in my head. Like, I'm going to yeah. watch him during the game. And every time he proved me right that he was rubbish. Yeah. The thing is, you, you'll be watching him and you, he'll make a normal pass and you won't, it won't register. But then he'll give the ball away and you think, oh, he's done it again. Let's give yeah, the ball he, he, he could probably complete about 500 passes in a game. But I'd pick out the five that went astray and I'd be like, oh, what a crap game. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible player. But then, like I said, to be fair to him, you know, pops up against Hull, pops up against Chelsea, you know, scored some some important goals in the league, in the Champions yeah. League. But yeah, for me personally, I, I just he, he used to he's the one player when you when you asked me to do this, he was the first player I went to who, who used to wind me up the most. That's perfect. That's <laughs> everything that this podcast should be. Uh, he played three hundred and seventy games for Arsenal. Um, I don't think you saw the best from him until that those last two seasons, especially that last season. No, yeah. that he's out of contract. He seemed to perform like he went great guns for it, didn't he? I think that was his best season, really. Yeah, and I wonder why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, been in Juve, been at Juventus ever since, and yeah. <laughs> enjoying himself out there. It seems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, your final midfielder, then. So I'm kind of torn between two. Um, I'm okay. going to go for. I'm going to go for Ozil. Oh, wow. <laughs> Most things would kill for this midfield. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, um, again, another one similar to our Sharvin. When we signed him, it was laps around the house. It was, oh my God, we've just signed Mesut Ozil. Yeah. You know, absolutely assist king. Mm-hmm. But again, he was another player who would do it in his own time at his own pace. Yeah. And the talent that he's got is ridiculous. Everybody's seen that at every club that he's been at. He's possibly one of the best players in the world if he wants to be, but he doesn't want to be. And that's why he makes it into the team. Yeah. Because I agree with that at all. Yeah. You know, he was just turning up, getting paid. I'll I'll, I'll chuck a, a, you know, a no look pass or a a worldly Mm. of a pass, but that's it. It, You know, another one who. He, he could steal the headlines, but he's done nothing. That's all he's done in that game. But because it was so good, yeah, it, it deflects from how you know how how little that he did. But towards the end, he obviously got found out because as soon as Arteta came in, he was just like, "You've got no work ethic whatsoever, and that's just not gonna that's not gonna roll in my team." Yeah, you have to run, and if you're not gonna run, then. Yeah, unfortunately, exactly. you can't you can't carry a player in that situation regardless of how good they are. And he, exactly. like you say, he on his day, 
one of the best passes of football I've ever seen. You can pick a yeah. pass from 50 yards and put it on the one pence piece, but yeah, yeah, just uh, it's how many times I, I don't you're get that. I don't think the the contract he had and how public it was helped the fact that everyone not. knew he was on what 350 grand or something like that a week. Like, yeah, absolutely, that did it, not that never helped him, just no, hung around his no. neck, unfortunately. Yeah, but but surely as a player, knowing that that's in the public domain, you would. You'd want to try and save face a little bit and go, well, actually, you know. Horrendous. Yeah, yeah. If it was me on the pitch, I'd be like, well, yeah, I am getting paid 350 grand and this is why. Yeah. Every week, just shove it back down the throats to say, no, I, there's a reason I'm getting paid this money. Mm. One of the first things on his Wikipedia from when he was at Schalke in 2005, uh, upon making it to the first team at Schalke, he was described as the next big thing. However, soon after declining an offer from Schalke, claiming that the yearly salary was not would not be enough, uh, he eventually moved, fell out with club management and moved on. <laughs> to a bigger contract at Bird of Bremen. There you but, go. See, yeah. I mean, do you know what? Do you know what? I, I, players like that who, who who move for the money and are quite open about it. If you, if they're open about it, then that's fine. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. If that's the type of player you are and that's what you want to do, that's fine. And it's unfortunately, earn your money. Exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're in a we're in a footballing world now where money's becoming less and less of an object. So there are yeah. there are clubs out there who will go, yeah, that's fine. I'll pay you that. Um, yeah, for, just for, yeah, for three or four games a season, basically. Yeah, yeah, which is unfortunately what we fell into. So, mm. yeah, um, a lot of a lot of expense uh, for not a lot of output, unfortunately. So he's in. Yeah, wow. I mean that that is some midfield. Arshavin, Iwobi, Ramsey, and Ozil. I feel like they've all played together at some point, but I don't reckon they ever did. But that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I mean, there's not much um, defensive ethic going on there. Absolutely, Rams is going to be a busy boy trying to track back. For the other yeah, three. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right then, that leaves two. That leaves the strikers. Who's your so first two strikers? Yeah. Two strikers. I've gone for first one, Danny Welbs, and he's in purely because he used to call himself Danny Welbs. You know, it's up there with Jay Lings and it's like lads. Oh god, yeah, it is terrible. One of the uh, I listened to a Leeds podcast called The Square Ball, and um, when he was released from Arsenal, uh, the season we I think it was the season we came up, they they just started rumoured to see how far it would go that Leeds were trying to sign Danny Welbeck, and he got picked up by <laughs> national newspapers and Talksport and everything. <laughs> it's like complete bollocks. <laughs> yeah, you lost the flat though. Yeah, it's brilliant. What, what did he do for Arsenal? Didn't score the any on- goals, that's for sure. Absolutely not. I think probably uh, probably had a lot of input on redecorating the physio room with Jack Wilshire, I would imagine. Um, yeah, just the only memorable moment I can think was when he scored against United to knock him out of the FA Cup. Yeah. That was fantastic. I think, I can't remember who was in there at the time. It might have been the early decay years. Um, yeah, keepers just come yeah. charging out and he the one game where he wasn't you know limping because his hamstrings were made of plasticine. He, he got to the ball first and, and knocked it in and it sent us through to the next round. Yeah. Um, just poetic that it was Welbeck against United. Mm. Uh, scored, scored the header against Leicester when Leicester won the, won the title. Um, yeah. I, I only remembered the other day when I was watching Premier League years that we finished second that year. I thought, oh, bloody hell, that's, uh, that's quite Did surprising. What, yeah, apparently so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember either. I thought yeah. it was Chelsea. Chelsea must have imploded fully. Yeah, yeah, I think we. I think it was one of them where the typical Arsenal. We we decided to have December and January off, <laughs> and then get knocked out of every cup in February, and then have a mad run from March through to May. That's that's yeah. Arsenal's DNA. That that's what we do. 
That makes sense now you're saying that. Yeah, that seems to ring a bell in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was well, at Arsenal yeah. for six seasons and scored 16 goals. And that's, one again, one of the main reasons in there. If you're a striker, six years, 16 goals. I don't care how long you've been injured. That's appalling. Yeah, that is not very good at all. No, he, he was he was terrible. Terrible. Again, another one of the players who was athletically looked brilliant, had the pace, just mm. absolutely no skill to go with it. Yeah. Unfortunately. He only played 260 games in his career, which has spanned from 2007 across four different to five four or five different teams but it's no injury prone like you say like yeah yeah if he couldn't ever injured, stay fit could he no no and I suppose that's not really helped him you know it's it's not no. like he's had a chance to get a run of games to really find some true some true form but just another one just you know the way he's he apparently acted. scored 16 goals for England yeah but to be fair I mean I'd fancy the chances against San Marino and Andorra in the qualifiers. So. I'm, I'm looking who he scored against. Yeah, San Marino, Moldova, San Marino, Slovenia, <laughs> Lithuania, Malta, Costa Rica, <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> it's not a roll call of honour, is it, to be fair? No. The one against Belgium, but that was 2012 before they were the Belgium now. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, um, so that still doesn't say. Good shout. I forgot he was at Arsenal for six years. That's a long time. Long time, yeah. Long time. But, yeah, yeah. just... Again, athletically well built, good pace. Yeah, just couldn't stay fit and couldn't really do anything beyond run quickly. <laughs> couldn't even do that because he ended up doing a hamstring. So <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, poor lad. Anyway, he's in. Uh, who he's is in. his strike partner? Who rounds off this team? So again, a bit of a surprising choice. Um, and this guy's in for one moment only, and you'll know straight away what the moment is when I say Emmanuel Adibayo. <laughs> Would it be a certain goal for uh, Man City? Actually? It might be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he deserved that ham sandwich in the first that day. That's the highlight of that for me. Someone throws a sandwich at him. <laughs> Who's taking a sandwich to a football game? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a whole different kind of conversation, isn't it? Um, yeah. But, yeah, just, an, you know, another one. He got into a bit of good form and it went straight to his head. Yeah. It was. He, he um... was like, you know... Look at me, I'm brilliant. It's like, yeah, but you've been shite for the past few seasons, Pat. This is like you've had half a season where you've turned it on and you've scored goal of the season. That's about mm. it. Yeah, I'm looking at his Arsenal career. Uh 05, 06, four goals, 06 or 07, eight goals, 07, 08, 24 goals, and then the move to Man City. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and exactly sums up what I just said. That one season, yeah. and he thought he was a big time child, and it was like, no, mate, you've been pretty, pretty torrid for quite <laughs> some time. Let's not get carried away. He went to Spurs no after that, didn't he? Yeah, just to just to improve relations, yeah. <laughs> Did he score? I'm sure he scored against you for Spurs and probably. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I think it was around about the time when the North London Derby used to end up five two, so either Arsenal or Spurs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, on, on November the seventh, twenty twelve, Adebayor scored an early goal for Tottenham in the North London Derby. But seven minutes later, his challenge on Santi Cazola saw him sent off by Howard Webb. <laughs> Arsenal went on to win the match five two. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what an wow. off London derby. <laughs> yeah, they, they were good fun to watch. They were definitely oh, fun yeah, to watch because yeah. you never know what was going to happen, apart oh. from there being tons of goals. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Wow. I mean, that that is some team. We'll just run through it quickly now. So in goal, you've got Lucas Fabianski, 
You've got a back four made up of Andre Santos, Emmanuel Abue, <laughs> Mustafi and Senderos, who's in the max. Uh, midfield of Andre Arshavin, Alex Awobi, Aaron Ramsey and Meza Osil. I still won't go over how good that midfield is. And then <laughs> up front, you've got Danny Welbeck and Emmanuel Adebayor. Wow. I mean, which which manager has the displeasure, I suppose, of managing this bunch of uh, your worst I mean, Arsenal players? You've not had many. A, no, exactly, yeah. It's a tough one, this, because, you know, um, the managers... If I certainly... do this, I've had, like, 20 managers in the past 17 years. I've got plenty <laughs> yeah. to choose from. Yeah, you've got, like, a bucket full, haven't you? But, <laughs> um, it's really hard to choose because I haven't really got a problem with, with any of the managers that we've had recently. Yeah. Um, I've picked... I've picked Emery. I've picked Emery. Fair um, enough. Yeah. It, it, it's just, I know you'd only say the best of a bad bunch, but I think he's probably the the worst of a good bunch. Yeah. If if you can say that. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's fair. He, he didn't do badly. He won. Didn't he won a couple of cups with you? I think. And yeah, yeah second in the cups. league. But uh, we got to we got to the Europa League final. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, to be fair, that's his competition anyway. You could put him at any <laughs> club and, you know, you could put him in charge of a non-European team and he'd end up at the Europa <laughs> League final somehow. Yeah, this is true. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's harsh, but just just, just the the worst of a, of a good bunch of managers. Um, he had the he had the David Moyes role. Whoever was going to replace with Wenger, was, it, it was a hiding to nothing. No matter how much yeah. Arsenal fans wanted Wenger out at that point, yeah. it no one was going to be able to come in and immediately get success. And Emery, unfortunately, was the guy that took the job. Yeah, I mean, and you've got to give him credit for for giving it a go. Um, yeah. I just, for me, the, the the one thing that I really struggled with with Emery was you couldn't see what the plan was. Mm. You, you couldn't see what he was trying to implement, you know, what kind of style we were looking at. You know, at least yeah. with Arteta, you can see that he's all about gag and press, you know, mm. Gag and press yeah. with a bit of with a bit of you know possession control. Yeah, you but know with you Emre, can see where he's learned it from, and you can see him trying to implement on the team. Absolutely, yeah. But with Emery, you couldn't really tell what the plan was, yeah. and I think that I think that transferred over to the players as well. I think some of the performances you could see that the players were really struggling with what they've been asked to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair enough, Emery. I mean, you've had I mean when Wenger's there for twenty two years. Before that, you go back to George Graham, who was there for like. 11 years as well so it's kind of yeah there's not been many managers since I mean, yeah. i've been alive basically yeah yeah there's there's a solid 33 years of good good times yeah. there to be fair um yeah so yeah emre emre very unlucky to to get the manager slot for this one yeah no, unfortunately for him um some honorable mentions then who have you got kind of making up your subs bench for this team so um I think I mentioned Jajuru uh, in defence. Yeah. Swiss um, international. Yeah. Um, just, again, I mean, he, he didn't make many first-team appearances, but he was bad in the League Cup team, which tells you all you need to know, really. Yeah. You know, he just... Uh, I, I, again, though, I think he was another one who was uh, in the physio room quite a lot as well. Yeah, um, I think I remember being like, forever injured. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. He, we'll, we'll chuck him on the bench. Almunia, sub goalkeeper. Again, just just poor to bang average. Was never going to get above bang average. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's horrible to have that keeper in it. You think, well, this is the best you can do, and it you're never going to be the best keeper in the league, or you, 
you're never going to be the worst keeper in the league. You're just going to be, that's it, you're there. Like, yeah, yeah. You're just making up the numbers, basically. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, you're the kid who everyone's looked at and gone, I don't really know what to do with you, so you can go in there. <laughs> Someone needs to play in Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know what it's like on uh, on, on CM9798. You know, you, you have an average keeper, it's just not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you could have the best the best defence on CM9798, but if you've got a bang average keeper, it makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to have a good one, and it, it does translate, translate to real football as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, any others? The Nielsen. Oh wow! <laughs> Forget about these players. Yeah, yeah. I had I had a great fun looking all this up and uh, trying to trying to just going through the treasure trove of absolutely horrible players. <laughs> um, again, nice lad, nice lad. But um, yeah. I read something a while back. I think it might have been fourth or two or something like that. Um, I do feel bad for selecting him because I found this out afterwards, but apparently he was um, tremendously homesick. Oh, right. Really, okay. really struggled adjusting to life in, in the country. And I yeah. think that, that showed in his performances. Um, yeah. He had the, he, 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 honestly, when he when he arrived, he had he absolutely had the talent to make it. He really did. But the comf- I think his confidence was just shot from day one. Bengen described him as a cross between Thomas Rosicki and Gilberto Silva. Like, I mean, that's two very good players to be. Two very different players. What a blend that is. Yeah. Do everything if you're those two players. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You, uh, you've just created the perfect midfielder there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, any others? Any others making the list? Uh, I think it would be only fitting that Lord Bentner should make an appearance. <laughs> I was waiting for his appearance. I mean, what is, what is there to say that's not already been said about him? <laughs> I loved him. I thought he was great. The fact that he wore like 54 or something like that, he took a really weird number. Yeah, yeah. Weird number. Just weird, Just generally weird guy. Um, like, yeah. Just, yeah. But, but scored against Barcelona. <laughs> it's definitely didn't live off that either. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no. That was never mentioned again. I like his, his Arsenal career. He plays 108 games, 24 goals. And then he goes online to Birmingham, Sunderland, and Juventus randomly. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a chain. What, what happened there? Yeah. Happened he, there? I remember playing against him for, I think he was at Forest in the Championship. And yeah. He played against Leeds in the game. And I thought, bloody hell, like, he, he's rubbish in the Championship. <laughs> like, shouldn't you be better than this? <laughs> but no, he wasn't. No, he, he absolutely wasn't. No. <laughs> I'd love to say that I was decline as well, but it really wasn't. That was probably peak. Never mind decline. Can <laughs> you get uh, a so fine yeah. for wearing some Paddy Power pants or something? Yeah, during yeah. During the World yeah, Cup, scored, was it? Scored a goal and took his pants off. Yeah. Mind you, I think my favourite story out of the eleven that I've selected was uh, Shervin was arrested in Russia for racing a horse through the streets. <laughs> I think he'd been out had a few jars. I think I think he'd been in a strip club and done got up to mischief in there and then got wow. arrested racing a horse through Russia. <laughs> I've been to Russia. That's not that crazy, to be honest. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, to be fair, I've never been, but I can definitely imagine. It's not that out of, a, out of the ordinary sight, but fair enough. Maybe if you're yeah. a multi-million pound sports person, you can. Uh, you don't I'm get sure all that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you run out of things to do very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go then. Any others? Or is that yeah? You've got four well, on the bench I think- there. I'd say that's my lot. I'd say on the bench. That is that is quite some team. Uh, I will make a, a Twitter image for this alongside the podcast when it's released, and we'll get people's thoughts and feelings on uh, 
<laughs> on your selections. I'm sure there'll be some people will uh, complain about some of them, and some people will agree with others. Definitely, absolutely. That's the beauty yeah. of it, though, isn't it? That's the that's the beauty of it. Yeah, it's what I love about football. It's so subjective. It's yeah, fantastic. absolutely. Yeah. There we go. That was the first episode of what I'll probably be calling football hell, but we'll we'll kind of maybe come around to a new a new name for that. If there are any names you can think of, if you're listening, let us know. I'm open to all sorts of suggestions for this. But thank you, Nathan. Where can people find you on Twitter, and uh, what kind of stuff have you got going on blog wise? So on Twitter, I am at fmcm underscore fc. Um, I'm taking a little bit of a break at the minute. Um, yeah, we've just finished off the upside down world with Rangers. Yes, uh, for the for, for the uh, blog squad, um, which uh, I'm trying to sort it with Dave, getting the link on the on the website as well, so other people can take over Manchester United in Division Three if they feel oh, like yeah. it. Or um, it's cool. Yeah, so the database should be going on soon, hopefully. Nice. Uh, I'm kind of playing around with Football Manager 2022. Yeah. Um, so we've got I'm that so going on. To buy it, but I just I don't know if I can pull the plug. I might wait for a, a sale or something. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's always worth waiting for the sales. There's always some on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, enjoying that at the moment. And got another blog lined up in the new year where we're going to follow Francesco Totti. Oh, nice. So I, I watched, I don't know if you've seen it, there's a documentary about Francesco Totti out. Yeah. Um, I watched that and kind of fell in love with him all over again. So I yeah. thought... One of my all-time well, favourite players. He made it into my Pieces of Me team. Like, yeah. One of the best players I've ever seen. Him and Daniela De Rossi, those two together and as an attacking midfielder and a defensive midfielder oh, it's just perfect frightening absolutely yeah. frightening yeah so uh, there's a blog coming where um, I take over Roma in Italy on CM 97, 98 and we're just going to follow Totti winning silverware oh, hopefully nice. hopefully <laughs> great yeah, player, hopefully with Roma, yeah yeah great player horrible horrible manager <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go look out for that you'd be able to read all that all about that on uh, Days website which is cm9798.co.uk uh, we'll be back in the new year with loads of other blogs in there as well. I'm going to be blogging our adventures as the, uh, the Cup Winners Cup League Winners Cup Winners Cup Winners. Like <laughs> uh, but I've taken over the blogging duties of that after Nick did such a fantastic job with the Champions League uh, stuff, which was great fun. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, you get a slightly better team this time. Though, than, than I hope <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, uh, I get Man United again. But I'm sure <laughs> somehow it will conspire that I end up with uh, that lot of bastards again. I mean, if you get Man United again, we need to be having words, don't we? <laughs> yeah, almost definitely. The fix is in. Uh, but keep an eye on that website. Keep an eye on those Twitter and uh, my Twitter at Rossdale underscore underscore. I was going to say 94, 1984 then, but I've changed it recently. So it's Rossdale underscore underscore. Uh, you can find us at Man of the Post, where you can find all of the weekly podcasts. We do two a week currently. And this one's going to be hopefully a weekly podcast with various guests if you'd like to come on get in touch with me uh, the previously heard Twitter address and we will um, get you on the show talk about your worst 11 players for the club you support but until next time it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Nathan goodbye and always remember to keep your man on the post goodbye.